If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Boom, 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 boom. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Good to have you back, Grant. Good morning. Good to be back. We uh, we didn't have Grant around last week. Back in Saskatchewan, my grandma's funeral. Yeah. Good day. Yeah, it was tough, but uh, it was good. My yeah. family was there. Yeah, we had to go up to the farm with everyone for the first time in a oh, long time. That's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 That's good. Yeah. Um, I don't want to make this about me right now, but um, <laughs> <laughs> it was a rough week. <laughs> Uh, Jimmy and I, um, if we would have gone another week, there probably would have been some form of violence. (laughs) I was surprised. I love him, but did you pick him up every morning? Of course I did. Did you? (laughs) So the anger started early. (laughs) We got to catch you up on a few things. Yeah, a couple things I missed. Yeah. One, um, does Jimmy have an alien shunt? I'll explain a little bit later. Also, uh, we'll be talking about No Name Vodka at some point. and need to talk about that. Juno tickets. Mm -hmm. We have them to give away um, for the rest of the week. So uh, we'll do that in the 8 all week, and I'll explain the contest a little bit later. Have you ever, um, have you watched that Winning Time? Winning Time. No. Yeah, it's it's the story of the start of the Lakers oh. dynasty. No, I haven't. HBO. Yeah, it's pretty cool, actually. Anyway, they have great music and I've been watching it. So I thought I'd play one. All right. Not that I think we need to rehash how last week went, but I wanted to give Grant an idea of how things went last mm-hmm. week. So... I was doing this bit about millennials and how they've all gone bankrupt. Okay. Right? Um, And this is a Canadian story. So in Canada, 27 to 42 makes up 27% of the population in Canada. Almost half of Canadian millennials declared personal bankruptcy last year. And then I I added this line, and this was the joke. Mm -hmm. The other half still live with their parents. (laughs) And it was crickets. (laughs) <laughs> and i'm here waiting for a response so i'm standing there yeah. waiting and it's dead silent i let like 10 seconds go and i went that was a joke <laughs> and he goes oh you should have probably explained it to me <laughs> you gotta explain those this jokes. is what he this is what he tells me on air <laughs> Maybe you should have given me a heads up you were telling a joke. Then I would have been able to respond properly. You kind of lose the whole idea of a joke. Yeah, I didn't think it was a joke. I thought it was true. When you got to explain it afterwards. 
<laughs> Something with my delivery time. made it sound like it wasn't hey, a joke. Hey, just a heads up. I'm going to be telling a joke after this song. <laughs> yeah, it's about millennials. I'm going to need you to laugh. Get ready to laugh, big guy. <laughs> so that was last week. Yeah, well, the do the bind. I tried. I really tried yeah, this time. You had an open mind about it, and it's just not for you, hey? I wanted to like it because... Um, like I, I, I was just saying, Gordy Johnson from Big Sugar is a huge fan, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Man, I didn't find it funny until like five, six watches in, hmm. and because they had it on the bus, so they would just they it's one put of those it on movies. The t- I'm sure they watched over and over again. Yeah, yeah. And there was like one or two guys in the crew of Big Sugar that thought it was hilarious. Yeah, and he admitted he was like, "I didn't get it, and now I get it." But it took me uh, like quite a few back to back watches. Yeah. Anyway. They mentioned something in that. Who's the cowboy again? What's his name? Um, Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. Yeah. The first time that he chats with the dude in the bowling alley. Yeah. And he orders a sarsaparilla. Did you know what a sarsaparilla was? No idea. Okay, good. Do you know what a sarsaparilla is? No, I. Okay, is, good. Is it like a cream? It's like a cream soda or something. It's like a, it's a pop. Yeah, yeah, they I used to do that no- instead of beer for for the kids, like in the old west. I think it's kind of like root beer. I'm not positive on that, but I think it's because so, I know when the, the the old west movies they always used to bring up sarsaparilla. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, I was yeah. like, sarsaparilla is a soft drink made from a vine. Um, from a vine, it's kind of like uh, root beer, similar in flavor to root beer, because. We've got that th- that Hawk Distillery. They're running ads right now yeah. on Cruise, and they're talking about their new flavor. And they mention, in their commercial, they mention sarsaparilla. Oh, okay. Which, by the way, i got to get a bottle of that. <laughs> Advertising <laughs> works. I am out. <laughs> I am out of the ones that they dropped off at Christmas. <laughs> yeah. And, and it was really good in coffee. I'll just, yes, go get a bottle of that. Three, two, the Locker Rooms Midget at the Moon. I shall call him Minnie. It's like Minnie at the movies, but shorter. Somehow the wheel has landed on Pootie Tang. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold on. That wasn't the right, That's not clip. The right clip. Oh, no. damn it. Hang on. Here we go. Now that's better. You got to have respect to get respect, Pootie Tang. <laughs> Was that her name in the movie? No, she just had a small part. Pootie Tang was this dude. Oh, and, okay. And, and, and Chris Rock played Daddy Tang. I didn't know Louis C.K. wrote it. I didn't know that like, either. I kind of saw this movie, and I thought it was... I didn't when, even realize Chris Rock was in it, to be honest. When I'm forced to watch movies that are this bad, I should get to at least punch one of you in the balls after. The, so here the cast isn't terrible. Well, that, that's what I was going to say. No, the cast is good. The whole premise behind the movie, basically, he's this cool dude that can't speak English. That's, uh, you know, everybody loves him. He, he, they, he recorded a song of him doing that. That oh. was the song. Oh, okay. It was just silence. You know what? Every <laughs> once in a while, I'll see something... From somebody that I have a, a, like a marginal amount of respect for, yeah. from the creative perspective, right? And then I'll go, okay, but they did that. Mm-hmm. Like this is one of those 
Louis C.K. Because Jimmy told me Louis C.K. was involved in this on yeah, the weekend when we were that. talking about. I was like, "Did you watch Pootie Tang yet?" <laughs> and um, so we are doing this six degrees of separation with the midget at the movies. Uh, we'll get to Chris Rock movies here in a bit. What was your rating for Pootie Tang? I just got to tell you one part though that it, like the whole premise was this guy was cool and he lost his cool when someone stole his belt. That it, it was he had this superpower uh, belt that it could. Kill anybody with a belt. Okay. It was out of out of five buttery cobs of corn. I gave it zero. Wow! Okay. Wow! That's wow. a bad movie. Then. Yeah. Um, so again, we went from Kevin Bacon to Mark Metcalf to uh, Jeremy Piven to Christian Slater to Seth Green to Mike Myers to Jessica Alba. I think the Jessica Alba one was the the wrench in the system. That one really, yes. Yeah, then we had up. then we had to go to Missy Elliott, <laughs> um, who was in Pootie Tang, and now Chris Rock. We're looking at his movies for the next week. This will get us back, I think. Yeah. Um, although looking at Chris Rock's IMDb and not as many movies as you'd think. as I remember. Like, I'm looking, yeah. uh, he was in Lethal Weapon 4, Beverly Hills Ninja, but you've seen those, right? Okay. You've seen Beverly Hills Ninja. Chris Farley? Yeah, Chris Rock's in that? Yeah. He's the sidekick guy. He's the guy who wants to be a ninja, so he starts learning. From they were about, throwing Chris, Chris Rock Farley. into those those Chris Farley movies, like a lot of the SNL guys, right? Down to Earth? I don't know what that the is. Uh, premature <laughs> Reincarnation? Yeah, something like, yeah, he's yeah. like angel or or something. Head of state. Um, I don't know what that is either. That's no. a, have you I, seen that one? I think he'd be, it's a Bernie Mac movie. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Um, we have Longest Yard. Yeah. You've seen? That's a sports movie. Madagascar. Oh, Head of State I haven't seen. That's the one where he's like president or he something. He becomes just president, like, yeah. Chris Rock becomes yeah. president. There's that <laughs> one. Madagascar, have you seen? That's I've a cartoon, s- right? Yeah. He voices uh, I've Marty. Seen all of them. Okay. Uh, Grown Ups. That's the one with Adam Sandler and all those other yeah, guys. All, all Adam all Sandler's crew is in that it's one. It's an excuse to go vacation in Hawaii. Exactly. And <laughs> they're, they're awful movies. <laughs> You've seen them all? Um. There's one here that I haven't seen, uh, and it's uh, Gene Hackman. I think a Bad Company. Bad Company movie. Let's see what this one 2002. is. 2002. I don't know. 19, Anthony Hopkins. 1972 was the original. Okay, there. 2002, Anthony Hopkins and Chris Rock. A 2002 action comedy film <laughs> produced by Jerry Bruckheimer. I haven't seen Anthony that Anthony Hopkins and Chris Rock. Yeah. <laughs> Then, All right, th- then like our that. next, then our next run at the run, kick at the cat will be uh, Anthony yeah. Hopkins. A lot of people have said uh, CB4. You need to watch what's CB4. Look uh, that up. A 1993 film. Chris Rock, Alan Payne, Charlie Murphy, Phil Hartman, Chris Elliott. After many failed attempts to establish themselves as rappers, Chris Rock, uh, uh, Alan oh, Payne, and Otis we're done. get their big break. What is it? Uh, CB4. CB4. A lot of people are saying it's hilarious. Done. We're out. That, that makes more it, sense hey? than Chris Rock and Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> we did an update last week, Grant. Because of that new rule that we imposed at the uh, the end of last year. So the new rule was if someone dies from your past list, you get an extra pick on your current list. And I was thinking to myself, someone had to have picked David Crosby. Mm-hmm. So we went back and looked. 
uh, over the other 17 rounds, nobody had Nobody them. had picked him? Okay. No. Um, there was somebody else that had passed away, too, that we thought maybe... Oh, uh, Burt Bacharach yeah. was another one. Was I, I sort of remember having him on my list, but no one officially pulled the pin on him. Oh, okay. Anyway, we have an update... This this doesn't mean we have a winner, but um, if you were maybe away for the weekend and didn't hear any of this news, Jimmy Carter is in palliative care right now. Yeah, he hometown. he's gone home, uh, moved into hospice in in home at home. So yeah, kind so. of a waiting game right now for the former president. We knew he was sick; that he was suffering a he's couple of things. Right? Yeah, he's also ninety eight years of age. I think he took a spill not long mm-hmm. ago. So it took a tumble. Well, he was building a house. Yeah, yeah. Uh, into his 90s. Good yeah. for him. Good for him. Apparently, he's still clear. Yeah. Right? Like, that's, that's yeah, interesting. He's still sharp. He's still, yeah. Just the wording that you just said right there made us horrible people. What? Yeah, we knew he was sick. We knew he was rough, so we picked him for the celebrity death pool. Well, that's that's the way well, this thing goes. works. The way she goes. Um, so Grant has Jimmy Carter. I've had him for a few rounds. He's kind of been my keeper. Yeah, 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 you've you've been hanging on. I've been hanging on to Bob Barker. Yeah. All right, Bob, step up. <laughs> <laughs> so the wager on this one, if Jimmy Carter does unfortunately pass away, making yes. me the winner, that means the two of you will have to do an entire show from the road. Yes. Right. So you'll have to either go on a bus or in one of our station vehicles, and I'll be back in the studio, and you two will be out on the road broadcasting an Oh, that'll show. be so entertaining. It'll be you a, know what? an hour and a half of him yelling at me in a vehicle. For your smell. And it's a good idea. Put us in closed quarters <laughs> together for four hours. With a driver. <laughs> the driver is going to play chicken. <laughs> All right. Jimmy just made it a little darker. <laughs> yeah, he did, yeah. <laughs> there you go. There's an update in the locker room celebrity death pool. We'll keep an eye on old Jimmy. Jimmy getting a lot of... Jimmy Carter didn't have a very good run at the, the whole presidency thing, um, but after the fact... People is, have really liked, turned, like started to like him afterwards, post-presidency. Yeah. Post-presidency, yeah. he's kind of made his mark on, uh, on mankind. Okay, this was an ongoing conversation last week, so I'll catch you up, Grant, because you weren't here. When we get back from, well, we took Super Bowl Monday off, Mm -hmm. right? Because it's a a holiday for alcoholics. (laughs) So we're back on Tuesday, and we had a conversation without you about the objects that were being shot down in and around Canada. The balloons and whatever else they are. Yes. I'm suggesting that at least one of them was alien. Yeah. Right? No one takes ownership for them, blah, blah, blah. He's fighting me on it. They couldn't uh, find any way that they were being propelled. Nothing. Yeah. Right? So Wednesday, the following day, someone messages me, and we get into it about maybe Jimmy suppressing an alien abduction, mm. right? Or anal probing yes. from his youth, right? Which makes That's sense to me. That's why he's so against it. The idea of aliens, he's just... Yes, he's suppressing memories and suppressing everything Suppressing memories. Yeah. And we found out that, that Tabor sense. is a hotbed for alien activity oh, for really? whatever reason. So Thursday rolls around. Someone suggests that maybe Jimmy Shunt was 
alien technology. Yeah, it's highly possible. Brings up the fact that it's been in his head for 39 years. There was that story about the little person from Little People Big World. Brought that up. Had his shunt replaced. He's younger than Jimmy. Yes, had, he to, had, get his, it, had, had to get his... emergency surgery because it was over 10 years of age. Jimmy's 48. He's had his shunt in for 35 plus years. 39. 39, 39 years. years. Yeah. He's had it in his head. Has to be No alien. problems at all. So... Friday, I get him to get me the name of his doctor because I need to call him to find out <laughs> whether or not he's still alive. <laughs> Check that link. Hit okay. that link. So you sent it to me. I sent that to you. I told yeah. you not to click on it until we started talking about it. This is him. Myers or something. Miles. What? Miles, sorry. Dr. Miles, neurosurgeon. Do you Ooh. see anything with odd with the picture? The picture won't show up for me. See? It's all blurry. There's no record of this doctor. There's no record of him. There's no pictures ever taken of him. Huh. <sighs> I spent a good portion of my weekend trying to find out any information about this doctor. Oh, there's that you a gave phone me. number there. I think we should call it. <laughs> no <laughs> reviews about him? Nothing. Nothing. That's How is there no reviews about him? Did you click on the link? You yes. can't. The picture doesn't show up. It's blurred out. Alien. I'm not making this up. Yeah. No, I saw it. Probably just doesn't want you to know that so he's an alien. Not only do you have an alien piece of equipment in you for whatever God knows whatever reason. What kind of experiment? An alien doctor put it in you. I understand why you're mad at aliens now. No kidding, you're trying. Yeah. You're a part of the suppression. You're trying to hide the truth from everybody. I think deep down you know what's going on around here. Yeah. Anyway. There's something wrong with you. Did you talk to There's your mother? There's something wrong with this doctor. Do you have the name of your doctor? Is that the right doctor? I don't think that's the right doctor. You need to phone Janice. <laughs> the Locker Room presents The Grant Report. Now, Grant Johnson. You know, I've been saying it for years that Galen Weston Jr. is uh, going to save Canada. Save us from the high cost of living, you know, with all the price freezes and everything else. The latest thing Galen has done for us is introducing no-name vodka. For when you want to forget your name, there's no name. First, they gave us the gassiest beer on earth. No name beer and the silver can that just says beer. Seriously, one of those and you'll spend the next day just clearing out every room you're in. And now they have given us the gift of no name vodka. And I love that their entire marketing campaign so far has been, hey, how bad could it be? Come on. Try it. Come on. You know what they need to do is start rumors like Costco did with all their alcohol. Hey, Kirkland, it's it's Grey Goose. See that Kirkland whiskey over there? It's probably Crown Royal. They need to start doing that with their no-name stuff. It's $16 for a bottle. So, yeah, how bad could it be? I'm willing to find out. And if it's not drinkable... Uh, you'll be able to clean your tools with it or something, at least. Run your car. The Grant Report is brought to you by BOGO Tuesday at Edmonton Glory Hole Tours. Your work oh, week right. isn't Tuesday. the only thing that's short. Edmonton Glory Hole <laughs> Tours, featuring one of the shortest holes in Alberta in honor of our founder, James White. Buy one, get one today at Edmonton or Tabor, GloryHoleTours.com. I was watching a story on the weekend. It was a news thing. 
And they were talking about how this Netflix thing might be backfiring on them. Trying to make people pay to share the passwords and everything. People are dumping out Which of Netflix. I think today is the day where they're like, because I've been ignoring the message. Uh, Which think, was my advice. I said, yeah. don't tell them. Uh, can, can I give you an update what happened with me? Yeah. Okay, so... I think today is the day, by the way, I was going to say. It is, yes. Yeah. It is. Today was the day you were supposed to like Verifying. assign your, your primary residence. So I was giving this advice last week. What, the first thing I said was, don't touch that damn button. Don't tell them mm-hmm. where you are, because I have a feeling that they, ju- they need to know that they d- you're screwing yeah. them so that they can actually track you down. And without telling them, you might get away with still having Netflix the way you have it. Yeah. For instance, so this this was my issue. I don't share my passcode with anybody other than who's on my family plan. Your kids, yeah. So it's me, it's my wife, and my three kids. I got Monkey Bird, Bluebird, and Jimmy. And all all five of us have a profile on Netflix. Nobody else. I don't nobody else has it. Okay? And so I said to, I, I, I was just suspicious about this because the first thing that popped up was they wanted to verify your address. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm, that's to me, that's a sign that they're trying to, they're fishing. Yeah. Then that disappeared right away. Then this whole, we're going to give you until February 21st to establish a, a primary residence. Yeah. What's your residence? And so anyway, I've been avoiding it, but I did see something from a friend of mine and I followed this. So I put up a Gmail account, and I don't know if this is still going to work, but this is what he was suggesting might work. So you create a Gmail account or you use a Gmail account and you change the account email to the new address. And then you go into all the profiles and make sure you have the same password and the same email for all of your profiles. Okay. Okay. And as soon as I did that... The message stopped showing up asking me for the primary residence mm. to establish a primary residence. I don't know what the and hell you that got means. It. Everyone on your account is using the same email. Everybody's using the same, a- okay. same email. I think what it means is one of your daughters established their house as the primary See, residence. See, you keep saying that. <laughs> Stop it. Or Jimmy did. Or Jimmy. <laughs> All of a sudden, my account's living in the Den of Sadness. <laughs> you got to pay to have it in your house. So I'll keep you posted on that. But if I told them if anybody gets blocked from Netflix, I'm canceling the family yeah. plan, and then we're just going to the $6 So I, I've been using my dad's account, and so is my sister. And he said this week, he's like, if they do that, I'm, by the way, we're canceling Netflix. Like. I think that's oh. pretty common. I think most people are like, we're just canceling Netflix. Yeah, I think they are. They've made a huge mistake mm-hmm. here, and and this is like a test market for them, Canada, for whatever yeah. reason. I think they did that on purpose. They were like, well, let's see if we can, let's see how Canadians see respond. Yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll just piss off Canada. <laughs> <laughs> I was curling a couple weeks back. Yeah, and uh, we were we were curling against this team, and. Um, there was a younger lady, mm-hmm. not that young, but younger-ish, and uh, could not get off her phone. No, the whole time? Well, we were curling. <laughs> like the whole time. Any break in the action, boom, out. Checking the phone. <laughs> boom, Important out. stuff <laughs> happening, probably. Boom. 
I, I said to my wife, I said, maybe she's a surgeon. Like, yeah. You know, she's she's a, a doctor. Doc- she's she's got to check on patients. She's got, you know. Probably not a surgeon. Big deals happening. We all have that friend that cannot put their phone down. Oh, yeah. Like, it's yeah. it's just, it's insane. It's constant, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now there's a... There's a term for a it A term now. for the anxiety about being without your phone. Nomophobia. Nomophobia? Nomophobia. I think that's how you say a it. A fear or anxiety about being without one's mobile phone or being unable to use it. Nomophobia. I, I think it's time we need to reevaluate everything. Like, <laughs> this this is a moment. Yeah. This is a moment in time, everybody. This is a this is a point where we go, all right, it it might be over. We have to I we've jumped the shark. Yeah. I thought a fear of midgets was uh, was weird. This is worse. Well, Jimmy clearly has this anxiety. I mean, he's so afraid to go without his phone, he even strips with it on. He'll go on stage at a strip club with his phone strapped to his no, side. Just in case people want pictures. <laughs> Jimmy is not like addicted no, to he's his not. phone. I'm kidding. No. <laughs> you know what makes it worse now is that the watches. Oh yeah. So now you messages if, right to your watch. Even if you're not like if your phone Imagine isn't around that. you, right? Like you, now your 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 watch is reminding you yep. that your phone is not far away and that you're getting a text message or whatever the hell your watch yeah, does. Yeah, you're getting for you. a phone call or a text message from an angry friend or something. And yeah, yeah, and it shows up on your wrist. Yeah, yeah. Can you even read your watch? Because you're pretty blind and you refuse no, to wear glasses. S- I can't see far away. I can see up close. So if you, I text you and you look at your watch, you can, I can read, read it. it. What's gonna, what are you going to do when you start losing your when you get to middle age and you start losing your your uh, your nearsightedness? Because all Jimmy sees is just, shapes and colors. Then I'll just go to Braille. <laughs> Nomophobia. It's a real thing. Though. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Want to make sure we mention this again quickly. It's happening tomorrow, 11 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. The Pink Shirt Day discussion, we've been doing this over the years. It's built up to this national thing that is hosted by Jimmy. We've got um, some panelists. Lisa Evans from our sister station is going to be helping Jimmy out with the whole broadcast. Jennifer Valentine. We have uh, uh, Krima Sad. And uh, Ali Can from... Uh, kids help phone yeah um he's going to be jumping on to talk about the resources available to kids this isn't just for kids it's for Mm -hmm. anybody that might want to tune in um you can sign up by sending jimmy a quick note an email send him a text 780-989-0957 um he'll get back to you if you fire him a note on any of his social media or if you just go to 95.7 cruise fm there's Uh, a link yeah that's that's probably the easiest way way. yeah Yeah, we got a landing page on uh, 95.7 cruise fm.ca with all the information you can also pick up a pink shirt you can purchase one with the proceeds going to kids help phone you can make a direct donation it's happening again tomorrow so um maybe you want to tune in maybe you got uh, a friend or a teacher or somebody that you know that might be interested in it send them a link and uh, they can tune into the broadcast tomorrow so it's a live thing yeah as well um there you go there's gonna be a question and answer period all that kind of stuff yeah it's a good day. Mm-hmm. It's a good day for for bullying. Pink shirt day. It's something that Jimmy has been um, growing over the uh, over the last couple of years. We talked about this rust being still something that they're working on, and and I said to Jimmy last week when you were away, Grant, I said it makes no sense to me. Like you'd think that 
the tragedy would have like killed this project, right? Like, let's not yeah. continue on with it. Let's not make this movie anymore. But Jimmy brought up a good point. I guess so. Her husband, the 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 woman the that that was that was killed accidentally mm-hmm. on set. Her husband was on the on the team as well. Like he's part of the filming crew. Yeah. And or he the, was added as a as an executive producer, producer as part something. of. I know. I think he worked on the. I think they both worked in film. I was reading, and and he was involved previous to it. Oh my God, he was on set when she was. Oh, awful. Anyway, they're donating proceeds from the sale or, or from the movie when it when it when it gets released to her foundation. Right. And it's going to help the kids and, and stuff like so, that. So, yeah, he wants the movie. Which to... which makes sense, yeah. right? And they're also doing a documentary. So that money will also go to that family as well, right? So Alec Baldwin and the the film's um, armorer were both charged yeah. um, after she was killed. And they just announced that the manslaughter charges against Alec Baldwin have been downgraded. Um, so, so that... that- does that eliminate the possibility that he could go to jail? Because that was the conversation when <laughs> not, this first came down. The pipe was like he could end up in jail for you know a couple years. Not entirely. Um, they said the decision to drop that charge reduces the prison time he could face by at least five years. So I think he could still wow. see the maximum is like eighteen months in jail. So he could still um, go to jail for this. Yeah. Again, I don't think he will. Um, but there is still the possibility that he could see some prison time for it. Yeah, I was thinking about it after the fact, and and the and the fact that that the money from the the proceeds from the film go to that family. I was like, I'll go see this now. Yeah, like when it gets done, right? Yeah. Can you imagine working on that project though? No, man, it'd be so crazy that, to finish it, and that'd be very yeah, that'd be a very difficult project to finish. You're in the locker room on Nutty Five Seven Cruise FM. So this is becoming a thing. You guys were seeing Quebec. So yeah. in Montreal, there's a clinic that is doing the heightening surgery. Uh, um, yeah. So it's it's apparently a trend amongst all the short kings in in Canada are going to get a few extra inches added. Yeah. yeah, this guy this guy went from and he wasn't even that short. He went from what five nine to six. No, five five, five, five. Oh he was five nine. Five, oh, five five and he went to five nine, the one guy I was reading about. Oh, okay. Um so be, yeah, five five is pretty short for a man, but going to five nine, is that that much of a difference? Well then you go right to average, right? Isn't yeah, it? Yeah, right in the average five nine. Yeah, because I know when for the amount when I read suffering. on it that I, when I was thinking about doing it back when I was a kid, it was less than a foot, and uh, you'd be in a wheelchair like you for months for really the like rehabilitation for almost two years because they're doing both the, the both sets of bones that your your top bones at least for me it was like. So your upper, so they would have arm, done your, your upper legs. Too. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, they would have done everything. So I wonder if it just has improved that much now, since you were offered it in the eighties. Because, like this guy's saying, I didn't have really any pain at all. What? It wasn't that bad. They cut your bones. They break your bones and then they like put rods in it and then they grow the bone. But I longer. I know when like he's lying. You think so? No, that that's not something you come back from. 
Grant, come on. See, like I know, I know guys that had not not as much the lengthening sh- uh, surgery, but because being a dwarf, uh, my You're legs are bowed. Bowed leg, yeah. So I know a couple of guys that had the straightening, which is very similar, where they basically notch out your bone, straighten it, and then put pins. Good in. lord! Yeah, they put they call them precise nails. And they put these nails in between, and then. And, but it's just yeah. it's metal on bone, and like some of these, like I know a guy that had the this the straightening when he was a kid, and he's basically in a wheelchair now. And he's, he's not that and he's old, in right? His fi- and he's early fifties. See, to me, it's kind of like, so you do it, you go from five five to five nine, but like I always what think the that- same thing as a toupee. It's like when all your friends and family are going to be looking at you. Like, we know what you did. You're wearing a hairpiece. Yeah. Right? Like, you just, I don't know. I always. To me, it's like all your friends and family. We, hey, wait, you went and had a surgery to add a few inches to your height? Like I always respected Jimmy for his choice. Yeah, totally. Because when he was a kid and he was done growing, yeah. you got to four feet. And if they would have done it, they would have given you, what, another Maybe six inches? Something like that. So you would have been four foot six. And Jimmy was like, this is who I was intended to be. This yeah. is who I am. I'm and not going to bother. Why would you want to be in pain for like a year and a half to two? Uh, at least that's the way it was back then. Yeah. Like when almost, you had the alien shunt put in, yeah. how long were you in the hospital for that, for the a- alien technology? Was it a hospital or was it a spaceship? You so, know I'm not going to let go of this. I was going to say, I respect Jimmy's choice. You know, he was like, I'm four feet, I got a shunt, I'm blind, and I'm going to rock it. This is who I am. <laughs> I just I just see shapes and I colors. I can see shapes and colors. Sure, glasses could help me, but you know what? No, this is no, who I this, this is, is who God intended me to be blind. <laughs> so I will not wear your glasses. Ah. <laughs> uh. I don't know. I don't agree with this no, height I, surgery it's, thing at it's all. Dumb. I think it's a so problem. dumb. Like I mean, if it's penis insection, like completely that, different. Yeah. That is completely different. If you need to add a couple of inches down there, that's fine. I'm okay with that. But yeah. But reading this article, you know, there's a lot of people with height insecurity that's around five feet. And I'm like, what the hell's wrong with you people? You're insecure about your height at five foot. You know, less than six uh, feet. Well, I you're a little man any, syndrome. Yeah. There's I've a been a little man for a few years. And you have little man syndrome. I judge anybody under six feet tall. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> this is Show Local Some Love with Colin Bruce. Once again, from the Colin Bruce Mortgage Team, I want to start, Colin, this week with the spousal out. We've heard you talk sure. about this. We've heard your commercials. But if somebody's in the middle of a separation right now, you might be able to make that process go a bit smoother on your end. Well, and you know what? We've done quite a bit of uh, mortgages for people going through separations. And it's a difficult time, right? And people are stressed. And um, But a lot of people don't know that you can refinance the home up to 95% of the value to buy out your act. And then you can also use that to pay out joint debts. It's a good program. Yeah. And if they want more information too, not only give you a call, but there's there's also uh, a breakdown on the on your webpage as well, right? Yeah, absolutely. And you know okay. what? That's where it's like, it's kind of a chicken or egg scenario because, you know, the spouse needs to know 
that they can qualify to take over the mortgage. But then mm -hmm. a lot of times they need a separation. You know, there's a lot of, and in not all cases we need a separation agreement, mind you, but it's kind of, we'll work with you guys or work with the, the clients throughout the process here. Can we talk about the uh, variable rates versus uh, fixed rates again? It's weird times. I have never seen the variable rates higher than the fixed rates. So right now, just as a comparison, five-year fixed rate, 449, five-year variable rate primes at 6.7. So you can get 5.6 prime minus 1.1. So usually the variable rates are a lot lower than the fixed rates because that's mm -hmm. your incentive to take the fluctuating rate, right? That leads to another question because we have a lot of people saying, hey, rates are going to drop, rates are going to drop. And I don't disagree. I think the prime rate's going to come down like experts are saying 2%. Mm -hmm. in two years but then the fixed rates i don't know how much lower they can go like they can probably go down a little bit but we're we're in an abnormal environment here yeah you actually suggested a fixed rate for for my wife and i so every situation is different right too oh, well and just depends on your risk tolerance right right now it looks like that fixed rate was the good move concerning what's happened with prime right but we'll i mean only time will tell but i mean you you've done pretty well Spring is just around the corner. If you're thinking about home shopping, you might want to see Colin and his team ASAP just because of what you can do on your end to lock something in, right? Talking about right. rates moving around. Yeah. And like with a pre-approval, we can lock rates in for 120 days. And in that time, if rates drop, you do get the lower interest rate. So it makes sense. What if your credit sucks? With less than 20% down, you do need to have a bit cleaner credit, of course. But I mean, you know what? We have worked with a ton of people that maybe can't get approved now, but we work with them, fix their credit and can get them approved later. Like we don't send people away ever. So yeah, people's credits, if they're not sure about their credit, just call me. We'll run through it. We'll make a plan. That brings up an interesting conversation because Jimmy is exploring the possibility of moving. Oh, okay. When we've talked about the possibility of moving, we've also been talking about the possibility of him buying. And I think that on top of this being a huge adulting moment for Jimmy, which he avoids, it's also something that he's a little bit leery of just based on the fact that he has had some credit issues in the past. There's probably a lot of people out there that just avoid having a conversation about these next steps in home in a home purchase because they don't think they might qualify. You are suggesting, come see me. Let's totally. see. Yes. Like I'm not to knock some of the other institutions, but there's a lot of time where people go in and if they have lower credit or whatever else, it's just kind of like, oh, sorry, we can't help you. Like, you know, and it's get out, no advice, no help. So we just encourage you like, come in, we'll sit down, we'll make a plan. We can't get you approved now. We'll fix your credit and we'll get you approved later. The best you, thing though, is at least you know where you're at. I'm glad we mentioned that because I've been trying to get Jimmy to take that next step. And, and maybe it isn't something he can do right now, but maybe if there is a plan in place, right? Maybe totally. you can get there. Yeah. He's got um, St. Patrick's Day coming up and he's going to make bank. There's a bit of money you can put aside there. Maybe yeah. that goes towards, I think you got to go see Colin. Yeah, do it, please. And if you're in a similar situation uh, as Jimmy, where you don't really know where you stand, Colin's the guy to go see. 100%. Yeah, we're happy I to help. How do they find you, Colin? Please go to my website at colinbruce.ca, two L's and Colin, or 780-436-2511. You've been listening to The Locker Room Podcast. Somewhere a village is missing an idiot. Or three. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.